Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy. I am your host. And as always, thank you so much for being here. And I just want to take a moment to say that when I say thank you, I really mean it. I really appreciate it. I don't have millions of downloads yet. I don't have thousands upon thousands of listeners yet. So every new listener that I get, I appreciate. Every download that I see, I appreciate it. Every comment that someone sends me about an episode, I appreciate it. If I know that you've left a review or a rating, like if you've left a star for me on Apple or you've clicked the heart on Spotify or if you've left a review and I know I will personally thank you and I may send you a little something, something, but everybody who does that, I appreciate it because I know you don't have to. And my whole point in creating this podcast, creating this space on Instagram and what this is going to evolve into is to cultivate a sense of community, to encourage people to be the best version of themselves and their selves, themselves. And I want people to know that they matter. And so when I say thank you, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Because you listening you writing a review, you sending me an email, letting me know like what you think. I appreciate that. It matters to me and you matter to me. So I just wanted to take a moment to just appreciate you and just thank you. So what I wanted to talk about today is embracing ourselves Accepting ourselves for who we are, maybe remembering who we are. Like, you know, in in Moana, when her grandmother's like, remember who you are. You know, we maybe we're not going to like dive into the water or anything like that. But I feel like we get so caught up in comparing ourselves to people or looking at other people and thinking like, oh, I wish I could have like that person's sense of confidence. I wish I could have that person's style. I wish I had that person's creativity. You know what? I'm going to buy clothes. Like that person just seems cool. So I'm going to go and I'm going to buy clothes so that I look like that person. Or look at that girl. She is funny as hell and she has all the guys. You know what? Like even though I'm kind of a serious person, I need to be funny. Look at this person working all hours of the day and she's getting promoted. I need to do that. Sure, I have three kids and a husband, but I need to do that. If I want to be where she is, that's what I have to do. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I don't care what it takes. Even though I don't want all that responsibility, I want to be where she is. I want that status. When we're looking at other people and we're 
trying to be like someone else and not just be who we are at our core, we're doing ourselves a disservice and we're doing the world a disservice. I think, you know, we have social media. So I think, you know, it's so easy to compare ourselves and our lives and, and our lifestyle and our careers. It's so easy to compare that to other people because we're constantly seeing it. Like if this was 20 years ago, you, you weren't privy to all of those details about other people unless you, oh my God, like actually spoke to them or saw them in person, maybe sent an email, like email was just kind of, you know, becoming a mainstream thing, I think. But you, you didn't have that ability to compare because you just didn't have that level of visibility into people's lives. And so the world we're living in right now is just so different from the world I think that many of us grew up in. So that ability to compare ourselves to other people is greater now than it was when like we were kids. Like I'm 44. So if you're around my age, there was still that comparison trap, but to fall into it wasn't as easy as it is now but it was still possible. You know, I remember being in elementary school and looking at these girls who just had like the coolest clothes. Um, My mom was a Mervyn's lady. Like we were in Mervyn's all the time. I think there was another shop that we went to called like Kids Mart. Um, and I don't, I mean, God, I don't remember where people shopped when I was a kid. Like, where else? Like, maybe you had Sears, JCPenney, Montgomery Ward. But I mean, like, it was Mervyn's. And it wasn't that I wasn't stylish because I think many of us just wore the same types of clothes. But I didn't, I guess I didn't feel like hip. I didn't feel cool. And there were these girls that were just beautiful. And like, you know, fifth grade, I had pimples and I had braces and oh my God, I think I had a perm. (laughs) I had a perm a lot. And, um, I was just this very awkward girl. And I just remember looking at, like, I'm thinking of one girl in particular and she was just beautiful. Like, I don't think she ever went through an awkward phase and, I just wanted to be like her. I wanted the long hair. I wanted the darker skin. Um, you know, she was Hispanic and, and she just looked exotic to me. And I wanted that. I just felt so plain. And that continued through middle school, through high school, like into my 20s and my 30s, I started to kind of be comfortable with who I was. And I never felt like hip. I never felt cool. I always felt like I was just this dork. You know, I 
didn't party in high school. I was never invited to a single party in high school. I wouldn't classify myself as a nerd. Like, I think I was just fine. Like, I was just very, like, middle of the road. And it was fine. You know, I was very content, like, hanging out with my friends. And I don't remember what we did. I think we went to the movies a lot. You know, we went out to eat a lot. Like, Denny's was one of the only places that was, like, open late that we could get into. Um, My Friday nights, if we weren't at a football game, and most of the time I would go to the football games because... One of the guys I liked was on the football team and he didn't play very much, but I just like to look at his butt in the, in the pants. Um, but, but no pun intended. Um, but like on Friday nights, I would sit there and, you know, you had the pagers, right? And so I loved recording like the voicemail messages for the pagers with like the music and I would fade it in and fade it out and I'd get the timing right, which I think about all of that stuff now and how particular I was about that. And I'm like, oh yeah, like this kind of lends itself to the reels and everything that I do. Um, I don't know how many people got excited about doing that and like, oh, there's this new song out. Like I'm going to do this on Friday. And, like, even in my 20s, I would record, like, songs using the karaoke feature on my stereo when most people were probably out partying my age. But I was totally content and happy. And then one of my biggest memories is in my, I guess it was late teens, early 20s, like, NSYNC had just come out. And there was this Disney concert that was on the Disney Channel. And it was when they were um, in front of uh, like the Chinese theater in Orlando. And my friend and I would get Mexican food and we would watch that concert. And that was like every Friday. And I was just so happy and content with that. But in comparison to like other people my age, that was probably a really dorky, silly thing to do. But it made me happy. Um, I always joked around I was always silly and when I saw the girls like in high school like the popular girls I didn't see them very quirky like maybe I just didn't see that side of them it wasn't that they were serious it was just the zaniness that I have I didn't see that in anybody else and I felt different. And so I tried to like curb that. And my close friends knew like who I really was, but everybody else, I was just like, I was very quiet. You know, I wasn't confident with how I looked. Um, you know, as I've shared in previous podcast episodes, like I had cystic acne during like probably the worst time of your life. And I didn't dress the way these other girls did. Like my family didn't have the money that, you know, these families appeared to have. And I just felt like I didn't fit in. And it was really hard because I felt like the things that I appreciated about myself the things that probably made me different, I felt like they were bad. 
And I felt like I shouldn't be the things that I was. And looking back now, like the person that I am now is really the same person I feel like I was back then. I just now have the confidence to be me. And I think what it comes down to is just realizing that we're all here for a reason. Like, I don't know what the what the odds are of like a sperm and an egg connecting, but the fact that people exist is really like a miracle in and of itself when you look at like those odds. And so when I think about that, I don't even know why I'm getting emotional because I don't think I'm PMSing. (laughs) But when I think about that, each one of us is a miracle. So if each one of us is a miracle, we are uniquely designed to be exactly who we are because that's what the world needs. And when I think of how many of us spend these insane amounts of time trying to be something that we're not or hiding or being afraid of who we really are, it breaks my heart. Because the parts of myself that I didn't want other people to see, that I wasn't confident about, that's what so many of you see on Instagram. That's so much of what you hear when you listen to my podcast. When I talk about poop, when I'm crying and I'm saying, I don't think I'm PMSing. Like how... How many people like just randomly say that? And I don't care because this is who I am. And if you like me, that's great. And if you don't like me, that's okay too. I know that if you don't like me, that doesn't mean anything about me unless I decide that it means something about me. And when I think about, and I'm pretty sure like everybody listening has had that moment in their life where they felt like they weren't good enough or they wanted to be something that they knew that they weren't, or they just tried to be a different way than they were because they thought that you would get that promotion or you would get that guy or that girl, or you would attract a different group of friends, if you modified your behavior, or if you changed something about yourself that wasn't really in alignment with who you are, it's like to to get acceptance or some sort of validation, I think. 
But to me, the, the, most per- the, the most important person that needs to accept you is you. And I've said this before, like people will come and go in your life. And, you know, I mean, even like your parents, you know, I mean, they likely won't be here for the entire duration of your life. Your romantic partners, your children will go live their own lives. And the one constant in your life is you. So why should you not love yourself and accept yourself for the badass person that you are? For that person that, I don't know, is super technical and is nerds out on Excel, but at the same time, like you're into puzzles and painting and gardening and off-roading and it's just like this weird mashup of stuff but it makes you you and there's no one else like you in the world like why do why do we want to be like anybody else one of the things that has really, gosh, just been highlighted for me over the past nearly six years, I guess, is how diversity of thought isn't always encouraged or how there is a lack of desire to understand someone that thinks differently than you. I don't want people who think the same way about things, who like the same things that I do. I think it's important to have people in your life with similar interests and similar values. But at the same time, I think we have so much to learn and gain by connecting with people who are different than us. Because that helps us see other perspectives. That helps us learn things that maybe we didn't know before. And so to me, that is the beauty in each of us being uniquely ourselves. And I wish someone had had this conversation with me when I was a child, but my dad never had these types of conversations with me. And I think my mother just didn't like herself at all. I think she's always felt like she's not good enough. So of course she's not capable of having this conversation with me. Because of where she was and still is, I think. Like I said, I feel like all of us are here for a reason. I believe every single person on earth has a purpose. 
We all have things to learn from each other. And how can we do that if we're all the same? Again, you're going to have people that like you. You're going to have people that don't like you. So you may as well just freaking be yourself. Because nobody can be you and do you better than you. And if you were acting in a way that is not aligned with like your authentic self, you're probably going to do a kind of crappy job at it. Like just saying. Because I know when I've tried to be something that I'm not, it doesn't feel good. And I think I get tired of it. It's kind of like um, (laughs) you have some of those actors that have to adopt an accent for a movie. And, you know, it doesn't come naturally for a lot of people. Like certain accents, like I feel like I can do certain accents okay. And other accents, I'm just like, oh no, it, it comes and goes. So I feel like if you are trying to do something that doesn't come naturally to you, like sometimes those actors with accents, how it's just kind of in and out throughout the TV show or throughout the movie, like I kind of feel like that's what it's like when you are trying to be a version of yourself that isn't the true version. It's just, you're just like, what's what's happening? People are like, what? What's going on? And I think sometimes like we do have to try certain things out to figure out who we are and what we like. But I think ultimately like at our core, we know who we are. And so if, you know, like acid wash jeans are kind of back, but let's say five years from now, they're not, but you like acid wash jeans, Wear acid wash jeans. If you want to rock an 80s flock of seagulls haircut because that makes you feel badass, then you rock that 80s flock of seagulls haircut. Reminds me of like Ross and Chandler and those like flashback episodes of Friends. Um, It's just so important to just be you. Do the things you love to do. Wear the things that you love to wear. Act the way you want to act. Because that's you. I've shared this in my stories before. There was um, there was this way to fold your pants. It was like either in the 80s or the 90s. And I think it was called the, the pin roll. I call it the fold over. So what you do, and it, it works best with like tapered leg jeans, I, I think. Um, 
But what you do is like you take your pant leg and you grab it at the ankle and you fold it over. Like you take it in the middle and you pinch it and then you fold it over to one side and then you roll up twice. I don't see anybody doing that. And I will do that with my pants sometimes. And what's so funny is I remember like 15 years ago, I asked my friend, I said, would you still hang out with me if I wore my pants like this? And I don't remember what she said, but I wear them that way now because I just want to. And I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, the other day, I mean, granted, we, we went to urgent care with my son, but I was just like, I don't want to change. So my son was dressed and my husband was dressed, but I had already gotten into my pajamas and I'm like, I'm just going to go in my pajamas. And I didn't care. And one morning on the weekend, you know, I asked my son, I'm like, do you want to go get donuts? And he's like, yeah. And I said, do you want to go in our pajamas? And he's like, yeah. So we went in our pajamas and I didn't care. He had pajama day at, um, daycare a couple of months ago and so my husband and I just thought it would be funny for us to wear our pajamas all day too so it's like we went into Starbucks in our pajamas like like I was in like footsie pajamas and I didn't care because I was having fun and ultimately what these people think of me it doesn't matter I'll bring uh, I'll bring friends back in so there's an episode where Rachel moves in with Phoebe and she's going for a run in Central Park. Rachel is. And so she invites Phoebe to join her. And, you know, Rachel is like the serious runner. I mean, it's Jennifer Aniston, right? So it's like she's like, you know, running kind of like, you know, I used to be a runner. So I could relate to that. But then Phoebe's running with this like childlike abandon. Like her arms are flailing and it's hilarious. And Rachel is just appalled and embarrassed. You know, she's like, people can see you. And Phoebe's like, who cares? They're people you're probably never going to see again. And who cares? And I love that because really, who cares? And even if you see these other people and they think you're crazy, who cares? You know you're not crazy. You know you're just having fun. That's all that matters. If you running with childlike abandon makes you happy and makes you feel like you're being you, like I'll walk down the street listening to music and I'll dance and I know that people look at me and I don't care. Because I'm having fun and it's bringing me joy. And I also know that if I were to see somebody doing that, I would laugh at them, but I would just be like, that's awesome. Like, look at them, you know? And it feels good when you are just 100% comfortable with yourself and when you accept yourself for the amazing person that you are. Nobody has to get you. Nobody has to accept you aside from you and people getting you and accepting you like that's absolutely a plus but you were made 
to be the person that you are. So just be that person because you know how to be that person. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to rein anything in. You don't have to be more exuberant or, you know, boisterous or whatever those adjectives are. If you're a like calm, chill person, then just be that. Because no one can be that better than you. No one can be a better you than you. So just do you. Because that's why you're here. And if amazing things aren't already happening, amazing things will be happening because you're embracing who you are. And who you are is a miracle. So with that, stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others and with yourself.